we are talking about um, how, how our praise can, can get to him and who, who, who our, our bridegroom is. And I believe uh, if it's last week or so, we learned about the bridegroom. Am I correct? I wasn't here. I'm a Sunday school teacher. So I like to do revision. What did we learn last week? The bridegroom. Thank you. The bridegroom. Hallelujah. Somebody say the bridegroom. The bridegroom. Hallelujah. Uh, the team given to us today is the church, the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody did not hear me say the church, the bride of Christ. We learned that, yes, the bridegroom came to pursue us. I wasn't here. I had a little bit of it until I got busy at work and couldn't hear it. But I know I held. I gave it all. He said he came to pursue us. But as I was preparing the word, he kept laying this on my heart. He said, Evelyn, I don't want you to look anywhere, but I want, to look at, I want you to look at yourself as a bride. When I became a bride, there was one question that I kept asking. <laughs> and I kept asking. And I always tell and ask brides to be the same question. Why me? Have you ever thought about that if you were a wife here? That why you? Take a second and a moment to ponder over that. Why you? Before we, as you were thinking over it, let's read a, um, the verse from where we are, um, our, our theme comes from. is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 to 27. If we can have it on the screen, that would be great. I just, sometimes, thank you. If we can get all of it, that would be great. Or we can go one by one. It says, wives, submit to your own husband. As to the Lord. Can we keep going? It's Ephesians chapter 22 to 27. So if we can have all that, oh, I can read it from my Bible. Wives, thank you. God bless you. He says, wives, submit to your husband, to your own husband, as to the Lord. For the husband is the wife. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of the body. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her to make her holy, cleansing and washing, cleansing her in the washing of the water by the word. He did this to present the church to himself in splendor without spot, without wrinkle, or, with, or such anything, but holy and blameless. Is this the worship that we just did? Is this the worship that we just did? This is the worship. You had every reason and every cause to worship him. You have every reason and every cause to worship him. You have every reason and every cause to worship him. In, in Ephesians, we realize that Paul begins to use marriage as an example of our relationship with our maker. I want you to keep that 
But I have a question for you. Because I asked myself that same question. If God is telling us that the church is the bride of Christ, then who is the bride? Who is the bride? I can't, no, I, can't, I teach Sunday school, permit me. This is what we do best. Who is the bride? Who is the bride? I, I guess I don't see as much as bride over here, but I see just a few. Who is the bride? Who is the bride? If you are the bride, then you have every reason to declare his praise. Hallelujah. He says the bride is a wife. A wife is a woman married to her what? Her husband. And to be married is what? To be what? In what? Union. To be married is to be in union. Meaning you are joined together to become what? One. Hallelujah. To become one. The union of the bride and groom. The union of you and Christ. The union that you and I. Came before the bridegroom. So that brings me to my next question. Who, who is the church? Who is the church? Who is the church? Open, open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 to 20. Just a few said they are, so we are going to see who is the church. Maybe you are here and not the church. So you, because you don't know who you are, you can declare his praise. Because you don't know who you are, your worship can go higher. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 to 20, it says, Do you not know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not of your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Didn't I tell you the worship and the, and the promise hour? This is it. He's confirming his word right from the beginning. You and I are the body. But guess what? We do not understand that we are the body because we don't know how he pursued us, right? Most, many of us are from Africa, am I correct? And I will, come, I will come down to the Western world too. In our traditional marriage, and the, when there is a, a marriage ceremony going on, how does it happen? Well, my sister said negotiation. One thing that I want to draw your attention to that many a time, when the groom comes, he comes with his what? A bride price. Thank you. Hallelujah. Just as when Abraham sent his servant to his family's house to look for a wife, he was holding the bride price. The groom is here today. He's got the bride price right here. It's got your name on it. It doesn't have your mother's name on it. It has your name written on it. 
It's just a matter of you knowing that he came for you. You, the church. He came for you. This tag right here has got your name on it. It's got it written right here. You are the church. You are the very reason why. He came to your family. And many a times when they, when they bring the bride, bride price, when your family takes it, there is something that happens. Who can tell me? Anybody? Come again. Thank you, my elder. They either accept it or what? They either accept it or what? The family, as they bring the bride price to their family, don't they call the bride? And they let what? Stand right here. Do you know this man? This is what he has brought. Do you accept it? Do you want us to take it? Or do you want him to go back? He's right here. He is right here. Your family is asking, do you want to take it or you want him to take it back? But you know what? Many a times it's hard for the bride to make a decision because you are like, why me? Why am I the church? I am wretched. I am not worthy of this man. But guess what? Let's open our Bibles. To John chapter 1 verses 42. I'm going to take you to our own brother Simon. Simon Peter. This was a powerful revelation because I just couldn't understand, but he, he revealed it through, me, through, through his word. And he says, and he brought Simon to Jesus. When Jesus saw him, he said, you are Simon, son of John, or some of the uh, versions say son of Jonah. You will be called what? You will be called what? I can't hear some. You will be called what? What does it mean? The rock. You'll be called Peter. The rock. Why did he call Peter? Why did he call Simon Peter? Why did he give him that name? Have you ever thought about it? Why are you here today? Why are you here? Not at work? Not in the house? But you are here. When we, when, we, when we read the Bible, when we go into scriptures, we, we, we realize that Simon was somebody who was weak. He was doubtful. He had fear. It wasn't about his fear. Because Christ knew it. It wasn't about his weakness. Neither was it about his accomplishment as a fisherman because he, was, he got skills in fishing. Beloved, you are here not because of your skills. 
You are not here because you feel naked or you feel wretched. It's because he has seen you afar. He saw you way before you even got there. He had seen Simon way before Andrew brought him over there. And that's when he got there. He said, you are Simon. But you are what? You are what? You are what? And even, it makes it even better when you, go to, when you go to John. When you go to Matthew chapter 16. It says, Matthew chapter 16 verses 18 to 19. It says, And also I say to you, Peter, and on this rock I will what? This was the rock that he had seen. Simon didn't know. He didn't know that he was that rock. But guess what? He kept following what? Christ. Until what? He confessed that yes, he was what? The Messiah. Until that confession came. Until that confession came. That name, that rock, did not come into manifestation. Hallelujah. Until you and I confess that yes, I accept that bright price. The very price that he paid on the cross. The price through his son Jesus. Not through Muhammad. Not through Buddha. And that's why you don't bear the name of Buddha. And that's why you don't bear the name of Muhammad. But you bear the name that paid that price on the cross. The price that you and I. Nothing that we have done. Or nothing that we could have done. We did not deserve it. I remember when I got married and right in front, the pastor said, how do you feel? I said, I feel marvelous because I was marveled by the works of God. That why me? I was marveled of what he could do through his son. I was marveled because he chose me. Even before I knew. When others saw me to be weak, when others saw me to be a nobody, he had seen me from afar. But until I said yes, this was not mine. The very significance was not mine. I bear the legal name after I accepted. He took me in and said, your name shall no more be Evelyn Asari, but your name shall be very long than the one that you have. So you will be called Evelyn Asante Ikua Mabuati. Hallelujah. Mine was tiny. Mine was tiny, but his was big. Whatever you have in the sight of God, it is tiny. But what he has is big. If only you accept his bright price. 
If only you will accept the bright price of Christ. If only you will accept the bright price of the maker. You will bear that legal name. Born of Christ. You are a Christian. You are born of Christ. You are that rock. The very rock on which he will build his church. Because Christ knew that Simon Peter was not just weak. But what? He was strong. It was through this man. It was through this apostle that many of the gospel. Hallelujah. Christ, the bridegroom, he is what? The head. And we are what? The body. I was going to do an analogy, but I could not get one of my kids' toys. But I realized they had a toy that you could take the head off and you could put different shapes of body on it. As I, the Lord was teaching me, he said, until what? Simon kept his connection with Christ. He wasn't able to fulfill what? What he was being called to do. What is our connection with Christ? How is the body of Christ connected to the head? Is fear pulling you away? Oh, yes, it did pull Simon away. He denied him how many times? He doubted him. But he kept holding on. In the midst of your doubt, in the midst of your fear, will you keep on holding on to him? Because his word makes you and I understand that he is the vine and we are the branches. If only we can hold on to him, if only we can lean on to him, in the midst of the fear, in the midst of the trials, in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of the pain. If only we can hold on to that, that very vine, he will nourish us. He will sustain us and we will bear fruit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not only do you bear fruit, you are legally... No fake. You are legally legalized. When you are you have Pastor, Abi, when something happened to you right now, Auntie Shade is legal to do whatever she pleases what you have. That is you and I. And that's why he said he has given us what? The keys. The keys that he went to the Father with it. He has given it to you and I. Because he went down there. To the grave. When he gave that price, he took your pain with him. He took your sorrow with him. He took your anxiety with him. He took your uh, depression with him. He held it right here. He did not come up alone. But Bible says he rose up with you and I. Sit down. On the right hand side of the Father. That is where you and I, the church, belongs. 
But do we know our place? Do we exercise what we have as a church? Through promise, our pastor was saying, let's pray to what? Let's pray to what? I'm not talking about the late comers. What, what did, what, let's pray to what? Conquer the, you have that key. Let's put whatever we learn to, let's put it to, we got to use it or we'll lose it. The key has been given to you and I. That whatever we bind on this earth, yay, you don't get me. The reason why you still feel confused is but maybe you don't have the key. Or you lost the key, right? No, the key has been given to you. Unless you are not legal. If you are legal, if you bear that name, if you only bear that name, Jasper, you have the key. You have the key. It is in your hands. The key is in your hands. That whatever you declare on this earth, heaven has fulfilled it. Whatever we bind on this earth, heaven, hallelujah, hallelujah, somebody. So why do you come over here and feel depressed? Why do you sit over here and feel down? Is it because you don't know what you, who you are? Or you are illegal? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. The message is so because today we have to give the kids their presents. So we got to make it quick, quick. Lie, lie. We got to make it quick, quick. Yes. Or else the kids will not get their gifts. Hallelujah. But until Peter confessed that very name, that was the rock. That very name which he built his church on was not his. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody say, I am the bride price of Christ. I can't hear you. I am the bride price of Christ. He bought me with a precious gift. Hallelujah. He did not buy you with Muhammad. He did not buy you with Buddha. So when you walk, walk like a Christian. Walk like you got your name on it. Talk like you got your name on it. Praise like you got your name on it. Worship like you got your name on it. If even the people that bear Muhammad's name can praise like they got their name on it. How much you, the one who carries the name that is above every name. That that name every knee bows. The name that demons flee. The name that you carry is not any ordinary name. Oh. Abi, if you know you come from a royal name, when you walk, you walk with your chest. If I'm lying, anybody tell me if you know you come from a royal home. No, when you come from a royal home, like, I don't know, if you come from royalty, thank you. You, you walk with your chest. Yes, you walk high. You walk, 
วขายเวสต์เดอะเชชวายวายวอกลายเอกชาวดอฟกาดวอกลายเอกชาวดอฟกาดฮาเลลูยาอีเมนอีเมนเทคโนโลยี forgive me I always struggle praise the Lord I am the lamp of God I bear the name of Christ He paid me with a price It was the bright price that I could not pay It was the bright price that Buddha could not pay It was the bright price that Muhammad could not pay It was the bright price that my work could not pay Not even any amount of overtime could pay that Not even any amount could save me He saw me just as I am He saw me just as I am. Just as I am. Hallelujah. How many of us bear that name? Not because we earn it, or not because of our accomplishments. He did not care about our weakness. He knows your weakness even before you yourself. You know them. The fear that has been killing you, you know. So, church, he knows. Church of the shepherd house, he knows. But he called you into his glory. He called you to sit at the right hand side with him in the Father. But how do you bear fruit? How do you account for this? Unless you are so connected to that vine, Peter was connected to him through it all, through his, through his, his, his fallings, through his ups and downs. He was still connected and did not give up. Are you still connected to Christ? Are you still connected to Christ? Does he reside in you? Ponder on this. Maybe you are just here, and you are not connected. This is your moment. This is your time to reconnect with that great vine, that you will bear fruit. Because if you do not bear fruit, guess what? This, this, he will take this head off, and this body will go away. Our connection with God. Let's not sit idle. This year has been great. Right from Christmas convocation, we learned that yes, if you do not bear the fruit. He will what? Chop you off. Let's keep our connection in, to our source, who is Christ, 
the earth. Who is Christ? Our husband. There's this analogy I wanted to, to, to he, that he revealed to me that I want to share with you. Because I know my time is past. When you have a married couple, Bible says, and the two shall become one. One what? One flesh. And they what? They were naked, but they were not what? Ashamed. To the married couples. The closeness binds you together. But immediately, one begins to start sleeping in the couch. Immediately, one begins to sleep in the guest room. Right? Then you are drifting away. You're like, there is confusion in that house, but you don't get it. Right? We are drifting away. Little by little, we find confidence and our comfort where? In the couch. In the guest room. By Christ lay. We are pulling ourselves away from the hedge. That is the church. The church, we are pulling away from the, the head. That is Christ. If only you and I will yield, will submit to Christ in all that we do. If only we will put him first, we will bear the fruits. Prosperous marriage, you, you shall be your portion. Tell somebody, don't sleep in the couch. Don't end up in the couch. If you have been trying to sneak in the guest house, please, now, you stop. And they became what? One. Togetherness. And they were naked. And they were not ashamed of themselves. Immediately we begin to drift away. That is where the problems are like, hey. I find myself here. I can go and lay here. I can be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you are like, oh, I'm a student. I am married. So all that we are saying, sorry. But you know what? It's not every head that you got to put on your body, yo. Not every head. That you put on the body. If you put the head, or if you adjust your body to the head of Christ, you will bear fruit. Hallelujah. I know many a times when they preach, you're like, ah, uh, whatever they're saying. Because one time I asked Gabby, Gabby was here. I said, Gabby, what did you like? Well, Uncle Pastor Fulari was doing a great job. He said this, and the rest he said, I didn't understand. Hallelujah. Am I right? No, am I right? So, yes. As a student, as a youth, the wrong uh, body for the wrong head, you are in trouble. The wrong body. I wanted to do the, what he revealed. They had different body shapes. Whenever they put something, the head was kind of like, uh, they say, is it blonde? I don't know the colors, but forgive me. It was light. But when you put the black body on it, it looked weird. Thank you, my sister. So when you, as the body of Christ, begin to put your head under 
your body and the head that is not of Christ, you become what? No, I want the students to understand, the, the college people and the youth. You become what? No, they, okay, I, I want, <laughs> she's a college student. <laughs> it becomes what? Weird. So please, to our students, to our children, find a head. That is Christ, the church, to become what? Your body. To, 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 to what? Be the head of your body. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we want to thank you, O oh God. We want to give you all the glory. Unto you, O oh God, be all the honor and adoration. Because just as we are, we came, oh God. You saw us from afar. And you paid a price. The price you paid was dear. You gave your only son that you very so much love, Father. And you gave him unto us freely and willingly. You offered him unto us. That we may have a connection. That we may have a relationship that will become one with you, O oh God. Your price uh, that you paid for us, uh, it went into the grave. He uh, went in to take us from the enemy. He took the keys uh, so that we will bear the name of you, O oh Christ. Uh, that we will walk with our chest up on high because we bear that name, O oh God. Father, may we not only bear that name, just sitting idle, O oh God. May we continue, O oh God, to be connected to the head, that is Christ. May the shepherd house find itself connected to you, O oh God, who is the head, my Lord. That we will bear fruit, O oh God, by yielding many, O oh God, unto your kingdom. That we will go out there, O oh God, to do that which you have called us to do, O oh God. May your church, may your body, may your bride, oh God, bear fruit to the glory of your mighty holy name. We thank you for such an awesome love. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise the Lord. What a powerful word of God. Amen. Every time you hear the word of God, just think about it this way. At least that's the way I think about it. God desired to feed you today, and this is the meal that he has given you. You should enjoy it. Every moment of it, just enjoy it and be satisfied with it. And then let it, be, let it fill you and bear fruit in you. Amen. That was a powerful word of God. We thank you. We are so thankful to you, and we are so thankful to our God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, for who he is, always and forever. If you have your tithes and offering, if you can please rise.